This is actually our first opportunity to chat proper on a live stream and on a podcast. Um, one of uh, uh, super cool folks out there on Twitter.com. He is at TFJobot1 on Twitter. He is Jobot. Thanks for joining us here on uh, the, the live stream. How you doing, my friend? Doing good. Thanks for having me. So uh, you're welcome. Now, the, the first thing that you brought up, uh, topic the first is obviously a, a big topic that's going on in the Transformers fan community is the launch of the latest HasLab crowdfunding project through Hasbro, and it is for Victory Saber, one of the uh, more popular uh, Japanese characters uh, from, um, um, uh, from, from that arm of the fiction. So everybody's talking about it. Um, I guess let's start with the Fan First Friday live stream. They announced the uh, long-awaited, um, long-speculated crowdfunder for uh, Victory Saber, uh, which is uh, which includes uh, Star Saber, uh, Saber, uh, Star Saber, and and uh, and Victory Leo into a, a giant uh, combined Victory robot. Leo. Thank you. Yeah, I think I said Victory Saber twice. There. <laughs> All right, so. This is a project that a lot of folks were excited about. This was a project that some folks were maybe trepidatious about. So I thought what we would do is just kind of chat about uh, this project and kind of like HasLab as a concept, because I, I think folks have as many polarized opinions on a multi-billion dollar corporation using crowdfunding um, as uh, as they do the actual character choices. So, but before we unpack all of that, Joe, why don't we talk about what your experience is with the uh, with these characters and kind of what what your interest level is in this project and uh, why you wanted to bring it up as a topic today. Uh, well, my interest level is definitely high. Um, I, I came to the characters about a decade ago when I first got back into Transformers. Um, it was the movies. It was the IDW comics were beginning to get some buzz. I was really more of a comic fan. Um, but I love Transformers from when I was a kid. So I kind of started getting back into it. And uh, I remember hopping on YouTube. And uh, finding out that there was a ton of these Japanese exclusive episodes on there. And the one that I seemed to kind of gravitate towards the most was Victory. Uh, Victory just had awesome animation, had really cool looking characters. Um, they even had some G1 characters uh, show up. Um, and there is some controversy about some of those characters showing up because some of them were supposed to be dead from the 86 movie. Mm -hmm. uh, but you were seeing them in the cartoon still. Uh, like, I believe Wheeljack shows up along with Perceptor. And Wheeljack, you know, from the movie, you have that classic scene where he's on the ground with half his chest out. So you knew he was supposed to be gone. Yeah. Um, but the characters were just so cool. Uh, the Brain Master concept was similar to the Headmaster concept. So I kind of understood that. But they had these really neat looking colors and um different weapons and setups and i just i fell in love with it and victory was the one i gravitated towards so this um this crown found this uh project is a uh, kind of right up my alley to tell you the truth i'm really looking forward to it sure so um one one of one of the things that that i kind of want to unpack is my my opinion 
going into this project is I think that HasLab is actually the perfect, most ideal platform for a a figure, a toy of this scale, because you've got like a couple different figures and there there are several combining gimmicks. It's going to be a really cool toy, but... Star Saber and Victory Saber doesn't necessarily have the same recognition as, say, even um, I'm trying to think of like the the last Titan class figure they put out, uh, the Autobot Arc. You know, most fans can identify what the Arc is. So when that's sitting at retail, it has a good chance of selling and it sells very well. Now, if you have a uh, uh, not meaning to disparage these these fan favorite characters, but they're in some circles kind of obscure. So so for me, uh, the the Japanese exclusive series are like a huge blind spot uh, for me. Um, and you know, I mean, obviously we've heard of some of like the more infamous uh, fan dubs that <laughs> that are out on YouTube and things like that. It kinda has, <laughs> has has kind of like its own weird legacy on that. But for like regular fans that might not be as a a hot selling item so there's a couple different schools of thought there in that you know if would it be successful at at retail well if perhaps not then let's use this crowdfunding platform um to uh, to do that. So, so I guess, I guess let's kind of start with that. What, what do you think as a fan of these characters, this being the platform that they're being out on, as opposed to just being able to go to target and grab it off the shelf? Well, um, it would be a lot easier for all of us if it was just on the shelf. That that's just the truth. Um, but the thing, like you were mentioning, um, not everybody's as familiar with those three Japanese series and then the the Zone OVA. Um, you know this. You know it's got the Transformers name brand recognition on the box, but you're not going to know the character exactly. And I've actually heard that uh, the masterpiece figure didn't exactly sell the best in the West uh, when they did the Star Saber figure. Um, so I, I think maybe that has to do with some of their hesitation and wanting to try it out using HasLab. And another thing about this Victory Saber figure is it's going to be a big figure. Um, just G1 related, uh, Victory Saber was huge compared to, say, your 85, 86 Autobots and Decepticons that you picked up. Right. Um, so size wise, um, you know, taking a chance on something that they think they have a good shot of getting funded, but is still a little unfamiliar with a lot of um, collectors, I think this is the right way to do it. Now, if it was like, like I was saying, I wish it was just on the shelf and, but you know, I'm not the typical collector. I'm a little bit more involved. (laughs) A lot of us are a little bit more involved in the Twitter community (laughs) than, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, we're, We're a little bit more knowledgeable and involved in big collectors. And, you know, you're a regular guy who goes to, uh, Sabertron or TF, um, W 2005 or whatever it is, who just kind of browses the news, maybe won't be as familiar with it and won't be as quick to jump on that. So I think doing it with HasLab is a good idea. Um, I didn't want victory saber. I was actually hoping for dino force. Um, if you're not familiar with the cartoon, it's pretty much the monster pretenders, uh, but redone um, with Japanese exclusive dinosaur uh, motif type of thing. And Dino King is the combiner instead of uh, Monstructor. 
Um, right. We don't have a monstructor. We don't have um, any of those pretenders. Um, mm-hmm. So I was hoping that they would go a little bit more niche, but I realized that I'm probably in a different uh, mindset than your typical collector. So I think in the end, I think Victory Saber is perfect. I think it's a great idea. And if you look at um, – um, who was it? I think it was six though today. Uh, mm-hmm. Said his whole timeline is just people saying, oh, um, I know quite a, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit of a victory fan myself, I think was the, the classic, uh, green, uh, green goblin meme he used. And oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's not. And I was like, oh yeah. And I, I think I posted a, a an Oprah gift saying, this is me throwing victory news out onto my timeline for the last week. And I've been sharing cart. I've been sharing the intro to the show, the commercials, uh, the design specs, um, the toys themselves. So I've been trying to pump people up along who, uh, with my followers and people who see my stuff. So I'm excited for it. And I think it's the right time to do it. And I think HasLab is the right way to do it. Absolutely. I, I think the outpouring of enthusiasm from uh, your folk, uh, from yourself and several other folks in the uh, the fan community, kind of reminds me of how bonkers I get about like Studio Series eighty six stuff. You know, it's just like, <laughs> oh man, it's happening. It's you know, here, here's a bunch of here's a bunch of gifts. Here's a bunch of pictures. You know, I yeah, and and that's one of the things I I really enjoy about Transformers fandom out on Twitter is that it is so in. And there are um, for for as much negativity as out there, there's also just as much positivity. I mean, you know, Transformers can sometimes be a be a testy fandom, but I I really appreciate the enthusiasm that folks are having for this particular project right from the jump. I mean, I think like Friday when they when they first started announcing it, it wasn't until deeper into the weekend here where like the negative Nancy started coming out. It was like, you know, um but 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 it was just it was just overwhelmingly positive at first. Now we're getting into stuff like, you know, uh conversations about scale and comparing it to Masterpiece Star Saber and it's it's kind of frustrating because like in a lot of ways it's it's apples and oranges you know i mean they're they're literally two different lines you're you're comparing masterpiece with with generations mainline so to, to me that's that's kind of a non-starter um what, what do you think about that or at least some of the discourse um i i think it's been mostly positive and when it hasn't been positive it's been it's not for me but I'm glad for everybody else is the majority of what I've seen on in in my replies and different things I've seen on my timeline. Mm-hmm. So um, even if you don't have it that, oh, I want it, I'm back at it now feeling, a lot of people just kind of understand, yeah, people are going to want this. And so when it comes to me, it's been mostly positive, like you were saying from the get, and it's kind of continued even. Yeah. Um so I, I think it's awesome. I've I've seen some really negative stuff uh, about other stuff that's been announced. Um, so it's kind of refreshing to kind of see everybody in a kind of kumbaya type of moment uh, with all of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I and I, uh, I just wanted to say uh, I I just wanted to apologize for that Studio Series Star Screen coming in a no window box, Mike. I, I know that's kind of tough on you there. I. You know what? I mean, that's okay. We're talking about this now. <laughs> it's, like, it's 
it's it's a real damn problem for me, and it really kind of breaks my collection. So, uh, you know, for for folks that are just jumping on the live stream here, uh, by the way, and I want to give a shout out to my buddy Michael Andrews, who's uh, commenting in chat. Prediction: colon, Mike Cyber ends up back during, backing Victory Saber. We'll see, um, because like it's <laughs> I I don't. I don't necessarily have a tether to those characters, but that doesn't make it not a cool figure. I think Joe, you said it best in that, like there's, there are a lot of folks that are kind of like me where it's like, that might not necessarily be for me, but I am super happy for the folks that are enthusiastic about it. I mean, there, there's nothing about it that pisses me off and say, Oh my God, we shouldn't be doing this. You know, why, why is Hasbro doing this instead of that? You know, cause you see a lot of that in the fandom also where it's like it, it gets really reductive where it's like yeah, especially with like character choices it's like why this and not that um and i don't know that there's there there's thousands of characters to choose from i mean you're i i'm sure your favorite is going to get made at 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 some point um talking to my uh, uh beleaguered unicorn trilogy friends i i'm sure your time will come <laughs> Maybe because I've been seeing that a lot. I'm sure you've been seeing it too. Like a lot of folks have been sharing that uh, uh, prototype. I don't know if it was um, a third party or something, but but basically, like uh, it was. Uh, uh, oh, it was okay. See, because I thought I saw that in a case at a TFCon once, and I'm like, I don't think that's an official figure. But basically, like it's a you know, it's just a real premium format, presumably masterpiece scale uh, Armada Optimus Prime that looks really cool, but. But again, if we're bringing third party into it, it's kind of apples and oranges, kind of, kind of the same way mm-hmm. that that masterpiece and mainline is kind of kind of apples and oranges. I just I don't know if I get how partisan um, uh, fans can be sometimes. But um, since since you did bring it up, um, I I do kind of want to I I do have an axe to grind with regards to uh, the Studio Series eighty six line because in a sense and being being a huge collector yourself and you know we can see on the video your vast collection of loose figures. Uh, this is maybe something you can uh, guide me on because like I I I feel like I'm very much in a transitional phase in my collection. So let me let me kind of set the stage for uh, for folks that might just be joining us. Um, for me, with Transformers the movie being my favorite movie, um, and, and really my fandom of Transformers the movie supersedes my Transformers fandom. That that's that's my gateway into Transformers fandom, if if that makes sense. Like there there was a time that. Oh, no, no. I, I wasn't necessarily as interactive in the fandom as I am now, but like I would be talking like on movie Twitter about um, about Transformers the movie. So that so when the Studio Series eighty six subline was announced, I was obviously very excited, and I've enthusiastically bought all of them, and I continue to buy all of them. I I would really like uh, my uh, uh, slag and Rekgar and Nod to show up from Pulse at some point and and i i have thoughts about pulse too we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that in a sec too i don't i don't want to get too deep into too many tangents um unfortunately that's that's the hazard of uh having having these conversations but um i i've been i've been really happy with the studio series 
line, or sorry, the Studio Series 86 line, um, you know, some of the figures I like better than others, some of the character choices I like better than others, but for me, the excitement comes from having that specific, the Transformers, the movie logo um, with the Studio Series Indica. I think those boxes look phenomenal. It's a really cool packaging. And for most of my collection, it is mint and box. Um, some stuff I've opened, some stuff I haven't. Um, in the case of the Studio Series figures, I have opened them, but I display them in box because I like that aesthetic. That that's just just for my collection, just the 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 way that it goes. I I you know prior to moving to our new house, I had a, a room full of Power of the Force two uh, mint and box stuff. It was you know it was it, like floor to ceiling with carded figures. So that's always been kind of like my collecting aesthetic is you know just displaying things in package and things were fine with uh with studio series 86 i made myself a little bit of a transformers the movie shrine with uh with the boxed figures and the poster behind it and i i keep forgetting to move the uh quintesson pit of judgment off of one of my detolfs next to it to put it as part of the shrine but it's there i have it and uh and really that that was kind of the the thing that kicked it off as soon as they put out pit of judgment and where it says inspired by the Transformers the movie I'm like I have to buy that and after I bought it <laughs> suddenly that that opens the door for buying more stuff because I I honestly and this might surprise folks I don't actually buy a whole lot of Transformers you know I, I have I have very narrow interests in and tastes with regards to um, uh, what I buy toy wise but um, life was good until this uh this last this last wave of announcements where and and I got to say it's it it's the the wave that I was the least enthusiastic about because it's like, you know, I definitely want Rekar. I definitely want Nye. I definitely want Slag because, you know, he's got, you know, he's got a pretty good line in the movie. So I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm cool with all of those character choices, but then this last wave, first we get a, a, uh, Decepticon sweep, which is basically just a, a vague recolor of Scourge. Um, ooh, but he's got an open hand in his other hand. <laughs> so frustrated. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's like, so, and up until that point, everything was all new molds. And I was really enthusiastic about that. It's like, yeah, they're making new figures of these classic characters. Um, and then, uh, then they announced Perceptor, which somehow hadn't been leaked um, and w was phenomenal. I'm really excited for that figure. I'm really looking forward to it. I think, I think it looks great, and I especially appreciate that they retained his secret tank mode as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I'm super excited about that. And then they announced this Coronation Starscream, and this thing is rotten with red flags for me. <laughs> First, it's it's a retool of the Earthrise mold, which is great because I mean that is a terrific mold. Um, it, it, I mean it's it's probably the best best uh, um, Starscream they've done in that classic jet mode in a while. There are other figures that are better. It's fine, but you know for like the current mainline aesthetic, it totally works. 
I don't I don't necessarily mind that it's that that um that slight recoloring and, and retooling, but it is in another way kind of a bummer because we hadn't up until that Decepticon sweep, we hadn't seen mold reuse in the in the Studio Series 86 line. So that's kind of strike one. Then they they announced the accessories, which are fantastic. I, I, you know, the crown, the shoulder pads, the cape, all of it, I am 100% there for. I am cool with having a Coronation Starscream. In fact, I've got, I've got a red one from, from Walmart on order somewhere that may or may not show up. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a terrific <laughs> figure. And I, I really like the pictures you've posted of yours because, like, for me, all that, all that figure has to do is do the hand thing. You know, the, the, the fellow Decepticons. You know? <laughs> as, long, as long as he can, you know, branch out his fingers like that, then that, that figure is accomplished every thing it needs to i don't think coordination starscream does that in uh in studio series 86 but i digress um that's that that's that's what we like to that's what we like to call a nitpick but then they (laughs) announced that it comes with um a a chair a, a big chair and it's it's meant to be a throne of some kind. I know what it is. I, I'm getting to it. But uh, but you know, so and it's you know it's 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 a big purple chair, and you can you know stack his weapons on it and drape the cape over it, which I do think is cool. I I do I think it's a clever way to store weapons. Fine. Where it gets frustrating for me though is that that chair and the accessories bump it up from a voyager class price point at uh what what do what do voyagers go for now 29.99 ish or like 32.99 yeah it's it's gone up so like 32 bucks even yeah 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 so like 32 bucks so that bumps it up from 32 bucks to 52 bucks to the leader class price point and to me that feels like uh, the same amount of accessory stuffing that they did with Hot Rod, which I didn't mind because I like all those accessories. I like that he's a smaller deluxe figure with a bunch of accessories at at a Voyager price point. That that's a pass for me because I I want the saw blade and and all the the blast effects and all that goofy stuff. But but I I guess that that's what it is for me. It's my bar to clear is whether I want it for my movie collection. All of those hot rod accessories are movie appropriate. The chair isn't. Um, And and come to find out though, and I I, I felt kind of dumb I didn't pick this up right away, but it's basically, it's it's the I, I I don't know. I guess we'll just call it the Nemesis Throne, um, because mm-hmm. basically it's yeah. it it's the Captain Chair from the Starship from either you know the the cartoon or I don't remember if that's what it looks like in War for Cybertron, but I don't really care because neither one of those <laughs> is Transformers the movie from 1986. That chair has nothing to do with the movie so i think it's fine that you know you can sit a a a megatron figure in there but um it just to me is like a throne it just it doesn't make any sense i feel bad because like i might be one of the only folks that's so salty about it because other folks are like oh cool i like you know it's so i mean live and let live but 
But the thing that that makes me really mad about it then is then they put it in, as you said, a windowless box. And then I'm just like, how do I display this? You know, it's like, so if all of my figures (laughs) are in box, so I'm just displaying a cardboard box. Um, It's, it's just, it's, it's maddening. It's frustrating. And I, I appreciate where Hasbro could be coming from in that they're, they're wanting to reduce plastic use. Or at least that's what they're saying. I, I mean, we, we've seen that a little bit in the Kingdom line, but not necessarily mm-hmm. in Studio Series or other stuff. It's may, maybe it's baby steps. Maybe they'll get there. I don't. I don't want to flame them for their reasoning, but it breaks the aesthetic of my collection. Is is really what what I'm I'm kind of grousing about, and it really just kind of changed my perspective on how I want to look at my relationship to the movie characters in the current generation's mainline. Like I passed on all of the other movie characters that were in the, the war for Cybertron line. I uh, pre-ordered Cyclonus and then canceled it because it's like, I don't want a goofy kingdom box displayed with my studio series 86 box. It aesthetically doesn't, it, it doesn't fit. Um, likewise, Springer has that dumb battle damage that nobody likes, um, as an, and a mismatched box. But what's happened though, is my brain has broke. It snapped. So I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking that, what I what I'm gonna do is when I when I get Starscream is I'm gonna take him out of the box and and display him. So then wow. then then the other ones come out of the box also. Next thing you know, I've got all of these figures displayed loose. So kind of after uh, you know like a day or two after I had that 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 um, I had a fit about it. I mean I did tons of tweets about it, but. What I what I landed on is like, well, now the door is open for me to go buy all those figures I didn't get before. So I've actually got like I, I'm waiting for it now. I I found a seller on Facebook. I've got um I got uh RC Springer, um and Alicon and Cyclonus. So I've I've got those in a box coming, and since since they're untethered from being matching with having having matching studio series 86 boxes it suddenly can fit my collection that was a very long way of saying that like i don't know what the hell i'm gonna do with that (laughs) damn chair once i get it because i i don't i don't know if i oh you know what i do have a mega i i have i have a red megatron that would probably sit in that very nicely that that would actually look cool because I think one of his hands is is a pointing hand too, so that 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 could actually look really neat. Yeah, I took us yeah, way. Um, I took us way way off topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, my, it's my fault for bringing that up. It's just I did notice your uh, commenting on, on the box itself, and it really stuck out. But uh, just to get back, get us back on topic after this, I just want to say welcome to the dark side. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, being able to uh, actually handle the toys and pose them and put them up on a, a shelf. Um, I have probably over 1,300 Transformers, so if I tried to do boxes, uh, that would be impossible. I actually had a 20 by 10 storage space filled with banker boxes um, with of like carded 
carded figures and box figures and uh, I moved around uh, I moved from California a couple places in California and made a move out to Nevada and as I was moving I was like man once I get set up I think I'm done with the boxes I think I want a collector's room and I want cases and actually when we found this house the big Mm -hmm. reason why we found the house is all my shelves were built in already um, for the stuff behind me so Oh, cool. Okay. So that's how I, um, so it was perfect for me. So I was like, yeah, I was definitely going to be a loose uh, figure guy. I remember somebody telling me a long time ago, uh, it was a comic shop owner. He saw me at Target and he saw me looking at the boxes and making sure that it didn't have creases on it or one wasn't dented because I was an in the box guy. And he goes, eventually you're going to get tired of that and watch, you're, you're going to buy some shelves and all your collection will be on shelves eventually. And I looked at him like, yeah, right. Okay. And <laughs> what do you know? He was right. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. Well, that, that, that gives me uh, a, a, a something to look forward to and, and some, maybe some hashtag goals. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll see, I'll see <laughs> what, what form my, uh, my display uh takes after after that star scream comes i mean like I, I i don't think i'm gonna change it until after i get him but it uh in in a way it kind of opens up my mind because like you said you know it's you can't you can't display boxes forever you know it, it takes up like so much space like you know yes. that, that that's that's why i kind of tapped out on on uh gi joe classifieds i mean you know they they take up so much space like that i i haven't taken baroness out yet but that uh that that whole motorcycle and the figure and stuff i mean it's like it's just it's just huge yeah um but yeah it's uh you know, I, I'm sure there's there's a whole nother show to be had about displays, and I I'm sure we can uh, <laughs> I, I'm sure we can get into that. But I I feel like I kind of dragged us uh, way way off course, and we and we were talking about the um uh the Haslab project for uh for Victory Saber, and I I guess one of the things I I, I wanted to say before um before we move on is that you know it's the um there's been a lot of enthusiasm for the project very early on um but what do you think the the trajectory of the project is going to be is it like is it going to um immediately fund is it going to stall um and what what could that mean for for future projects like this um i think we're going to hit the goal um seeing the way galactus is just keeps on going up tiers. Now I know it's a more well-known figure. Um, it's probably something that there's a lot more Marvel fans out there than there are Transformers fans. I think that's true when I think about it. Um, but I, I mean, wh- who is it? Only Cookie Monster has been the only one that they didn't fund. Yeah, and that out launched, of all the ones they put up. Yeah, and that launched what just before Unicron or uh, parallel to? I, I, I'm a little fuzzy, but yeah, it it, it ended up not funding. And as I recall, it wasn't even close. Like, like for some reason, like that project just didn't catch anyone's attention. And I, I felt really bad too, because it looked like a lot of people look, put a lot of time and effort into it. It looked like it was a very well engineered thing, but I don't, I, I think it's an audience mismatch. So whereas like, I mean, you talked about uh, Galactus and, you know, you could throw in uh, Sentinel um, or you can even go further back to uh, the first HasLab project, uh, um, the uh, um, Sail Barge, you know, things that um, had 
that kind of built-in demand. And I think for me, that's what HasLab is for. You know, for these projects Mm -hmm. that might not necessarily make it at retail, I don't know who that Cookie Monster is for. Um. I think the price point was the major thing. If you think about it's it's parents who buy the Cookie Monster. I mean, adults buy Cookie Monster stuff and Sesame Street stuff too. I mean, every fandom has um, you know different ages and stuff. But I think the main age group in that fandom is um, younger kids, and the parents aren't going to want to buy a three hundred dollar Cookie Monster for their kid, really, or whatever two fifty or whatever it was. So yeah. I think it's like you're saying. I think it was a mismatch with that project. I think the other projects they've done with like. Um, a little bit more aimed towards adult collectors. They've kind of had their finger on the, oh God, this is horrible, pulse <laughs> um, about. <laughs> I like it. I think they've had their finger on the pulse of those fandoms and knowing what those fandoms wanted and like the barge, you know, Star Wars fans wanted that. We wanted Unicron, um, mm. a giant Galactus. Who, If you're a Marvel Legends fan, are you going to say no to a giant Galactus? Probably not. Um, so I, I think I think I think the idea of Pulse keep on com- keeping the, um, up with these projects and giving us new ones as they come out. I mean, as we go along, I think that's going to continue. I think this is going to get backed. I think it's like me and you were talking a little bit. I think towards the end of it, we might see a lot more um, a lot more movement on that number moving up. I don't know if we're going to hit all the tiers, but I, I do think we're going to get this funded. Yeah, absolutely. And and so, yeah, you, you had mentioned this. We, we talked a little bit before we went live and I speculated the trajectory that it's that it's going to be a huge splash, which we've already seen. I mean, they, they, they were up to what, like 4000 backers, you had said something like that. And uh, it was 4400. Yeah. Nice. Not and and that's that's not nothing for you know uh, opening weekend, uh, but then I predicted that maybe it was going to stall a little bit because you know y- you see this with any kind of crowdfunding whether whether it's a, a, a Kickstarter or Indiegogo or whatever there, there's always there's always like a lull kind of kind of a dip kind of mid campaign and then usually a surge at the end. I I had mentioned that um, folks occasionally forget that that's actually what happened with Unicron. Like there, there was a hot minute where it looked like it wasn't going to fund because it was like kind of like stuck in that valley. And then I think I, I, I don't know what it was that that got those last couple folks over the hump. But what but what but once it was once it was um, um, once it had crossed the threshold into being funded, suddenly it doubled because everybody that was on the ledge hopped off. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, I just I, I think I, I think that kind of uh, mentality is interesting. Is it is it the uh, the risk or the cost or I I I I just I, I, I guess I'm openly pondering the the dichotomy of uh, crowdfunding toys. Well, I could give you a little insight into that. Uh, I kind of shared it with you right before uh, we came on. I was a last day backer of Unicron. Um, I mean, I'm a huge Transformers fan, um, but $600 is $600. And then, um, so I know you didn't have to pay it unless it was funded, but I was kind of going back and forth on the price. Also wondering if it was going to get funded. 
And um, I just kind of sat and watched for a while. And then once I kind of realized that number was really beginning to increase and start moving fast, I jumped on. So I was like, okay, this is going to happen. You're going to be angry with yourself if this thing comes out and you didn't fund it and get one. And uh, you saw lots of people with uh, remorse afterwards. And then you saw the aftermarket prices and you're like, oh, my goodness. Like if you didn't jump on or. Uh, when it was uh, crowdfunded, then uh, you're going to pay, you're going to give up your mortgage for a month to get one now yes. um, type of it, situation. So that's that. I, I Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I, I, I was agreeing with you. Yeah, it's uh, it's literally a mortgage payment. And and that's just insane. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know folks that um, backed it just to flip it. You know, I, I know folks that were kind of like speculating on that. Um, I think some of those folks kind of forgot how much shipping actually costs because it's like, what do you mean it costs $200 <laughs> to ship it? And and that's another thing, too, um, to, to kind of bring it back to wow. the uh, uh, the current HasLab project. I, I think folks forget those soft costs or, or hard costs, I guess, of, you know, just how much it costs to ship things. So like that $200 it costs to box and ship that giant Unicron beach ball was incorporated into your pledge. So it wasn't like $600 plus $200 for shipping, which I think uh, folks buying it now on the aftermarket are, um, are, are finding out. But with, uh, with Victory Saber being at what is it, one seventy nine, one eighty nine, something like that. Yeah, I think it's one ninety. Yeah, after tax or something like yeah, that. A- yeah, after a- yeah, yeah. So I mean, so still under two hundred dollars, and that includes your shipping. And and as as we discussed. That's that's still a big figure, and I'm sure. I mean, I, I, you know, we talked about packaging earlier. I'm, I'm really kind of interested to see how they have this thing packaged because, um, like the 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 box for the sail barge looked really really cool. It, it looked like something you would have bought in 1983 with you know just like the vintage collection um, aesthetic, and I I could see them doing something really cool, uh, with with the box art, and I hope that. That, uh, that gets announced because like do you do you box them separately do you box them together there there's a bunch of uh, uh, packaging aesthetic uh, opportunities there but again that's that's all incorporated into the price and I just I don't know for for the things that folks are being salty about for this project I don't know if I quite understand why uh, price is is an aspect of it I mean it's 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 what just a little more than a ti- than a Titan class figure at retail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, some of the price actually some of what I've heard is um, a lot of people are surprised that it's only about two hundred dollars for. We're we're all kind of used to all right. Hasbro says we're going to have to crowdfund something. It's going to be really expensive. Now I know two hundred dollars is a lot, but I just spent six hundred dollars on Unicron a year ago. So right. seeing something really cool come from them for a third of that, I was all on board with that. Once I saw that price, um, I know you got people who say, well, you know, it's it's not going to be more than a Titan class figure, or it might be two liters or something like that, yeah. and they're going to charge this much for it. Um, I I just don't agree with that. I was actually I thought I I thought they could have probably asked for more to tell you the truth. Yeah. And we probably, and a lot of us probably would have still funded it. So I think, um, in, in the end, I think they did the right thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I agree with you, and I I think that the uh, potential success of this project opens up the door for all kinds of stuff. It's like you know, uh, you know, if we if we get victory saber, then uh, Death Saurus can't be that far behind. You know that kind of thing, and and it seems like, yeah, and and this and and this seems to be again the platform to do it because I don't I don't know about you, but I I have I have kind of like a a, a weird perspective on crowdfunding type of things. I I look at a crowdfunding project as kind of like a a, a one to one kind of on demand. Uh, connection with uh, either a project or a creator or uh, something to where I am throwing down my pledge and my buck dollars because I not only do I want this for myself, but I want this to be a thing. And to me, that's what the the last two Transformers projects are. You know, it's like, um, you can't do a $700 Unicron at retail. I'm sorry. You just can't. Um, and you know, with, a uh, with, with a $200, uh, victory saber, could you do that? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what the market is. I'm not a, I'm not a highfalutin exec, but what I do know is with the, the characters not being as recognizably mainstream, um, that that potentially could be a challenge, but it, from that it creates an opportunity for those specific fans like yourself and others to specifically connect with a really cool quality version of uh, of that toy. And I I think that's that's really cool. I I have I have a weirdly zen perspective on crowdfunding even even at the corporate level because I, I that that's that's some of the uh criticism that I've seen it's like well why does a multi-million dollar corporation um need to do a crowdfunder for um and I for me it's like well because that guarantees that that fan base provided that there's enough of them to back it but it's like it's it's giving that specific group of fans their opportunity to definitively say, I want this. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I kind of, yeah, I kind of agree with you, honestly. Um, I, I don't think that they would have took a chance on a project like this unless it was a HasLab thing. Yeah. Um, and I think this is going to give us an opportunity to see these things in a generation's line eventually. I mean, not nothing as big as Victory Saber himself, but right. you know, what about the Brain Masters, the three cars that are in that series? Yes. They, those would be really good generations toys right there. Yeah. Um, and they have a gimmick. You know, Hasbro loves uh, grouping a bunch of gimmicks together, like Power of the Primes or Combiner Wars and stuff like that. Um, they can kind of lean into that and say, okay, we've shown that these uh, these characters from this series are going to sell. Um, and here we have a cool gimmick to put at uh, mass uh, retail now. Um, people bought the last one. We think they're going to get this one. And I'm hoping that's what happens. I like that. I, I hadn't even thought about the perspective of adding you know kind of this being the springboard to um more in the generations line because i I think you're absolutely right because it definitely scales 
with uh with with the generations figures um so so at this point i uh i got a i got a little notification that i have um in uh, uh we we are gonna go back to the mike cyber radio uh live stream here here comes a new challenger i've uh i've got apollo <laughs> who joins us now hi hey, how's it going hi. hi joe bot nice to meet you hey apollo nice to meet you how's it going Going well. It's a good time to be a Transformers fan, right? Most certainly. Most uh, definitely. <laughs> Mike, I like how your wall of shirts keeps growing. <laughs> Thank you. I, I got I got myself my Autopod Decepticast <laughs> shirt and my Icon Online shirt, and it's a it, it's a big damn mood. I love mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Great. And Joe, I uh, Joe bot. I love cool. your um, Optimus Prime collection. That's very impressive. Thank you. Uh, it's a lot of years behind it, so it's nice to get them all out and shown. I was trying to talk Mike into uh, uh, Lu- uh, Lucy's. And uh, show, mm-hmm. trying to show them the goodness that can come from taking them out and letting them breed. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. we, A man we, of culture, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, so we were uh, <laughs> we, we, we were just discussing earlier, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, Haslab Star Saber or uh, Haslab Victory Saber. I, I don't know what to call them anymore because, like, you know. It doesn't matter. Um, anyway, yeah. so um, so <laughs> Apollo, you had mentioned when we were corresponding earlier about you uh, joining us here on the All Talk No Shock Anything Goes live stream that you uh, you actually wanted to join the conversation and chat with uh, with uh, both Joe and myself about uh, this Haslab project. So I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up for a second, turn the floor over to you. What uh, what say you? Yeah, well, um, I'm very excited about this project. I haven't backed it yet, but I plan on doing so. Um, Next paycheck, hopefully, fingers crossed. But um, yeah, I think this is something that's affordable for most fans. I know Unicron was something that was out of a lot of fans' price point. And I'm actually super bummed I didn't put down the $500 or whatever it was to get him originally, because now, like, I think he's going for like $1,400 on eBay, and that doesn't include shipping. So that's definitely out of my pay grade at this point. Um, I, I think this is a good, you know, I think this is exciting. Um, I caught the tail end of your conversation. It's kind of in a way a bummer that we have to pay for this upfront to be funded, but we're getting a lot for the value of the, you know, I think it's, it's two characters pretty much, you know, cause they combine into the one, mm-hmm. you know, saber, and then Victory Leo, I believe is his name. Um, I've only seen the, the Japanese Transformers G1 once, so forgive me. So, um, yeah, so my the names I might be a little rusty on. But um, I think the price point's really good. And from what I can tell, tell scale-wise, when he's fully combined, he's going to be as big as Jetfire, right? Yeah. That's a yeah, big boy. It, it's basically like I mean I've I've heard I, I've heard all kinds of folks make various uh um comparisons, but like I think the one that kind of resonates with me is like it's basically two commander class figures. Mm-hmm. You know, it's oh, but man, that, that that's that's one commander class figure, and <laughs> yeah. he is he is he is a big boy. 
Hey, uh, hey, Michael Andrews, I'm going to send you an invite on uh, on Facebook. He's uh, Michael Andrews in the in the chat here. Is in fact, actually, let me try something here. Sorry to interrupt while we're. Oh no, it's fine. Is that, is that, this is supposed is to be super chill and relaxed anyway. It is. Right? Well, the chat <laughs> overlay doesn't seem to be working. But uh, so while we were chatting, uh, uh, Michael Andrews, uh, a big friend of the show, uh, he uh, he predicted that I'll end up backing Victory Saber. We'll see. Um, but when we were talking about Cookie Monster earlier, he said uh, I had at least one backer. It, it had at least one backer sweats into cocktail. So apparently he was excited to back, uh, back Cookie Monster. <laughs> monster so we'll get him on to chat about that but he also asked did pulse premium get free shipping on unicron and i i think regardless if you're a premium member or not i think shipping was um bundled in but then he says uh how does one get an invite to this stream and who's moderating the chat hello hello <laughs> there's nobody moderating the chat because i'm actively live streaming so um uh chat amongst yourselves for just a quick moment here and i'm gonna send michael andrews an invite and cool. if currently we're talking about haslab star saber and and we we haven't talked about leaks and leak culture yet but i kind of want to get to that at some point too but let me uh let me see if i can hit up my my buddy uh uh michael andrews here um so apollo well, while i can I'm, confirm oh go ahead go ahead I was just going to confirm that uh, Unicron was free shipping. Nice. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I, I was just looking. Yeah, and that box was huge. I mean, a lot of us were just taking pictures of the box, and everybody was like, 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 like. <laughs> it was a big box. I actually haven't had the heart to throw it away yet. <laughs> I've uh, still got it in the garage. <laughs> but um, it's just... It, it was it's just a cool thing to look at, although it does go back to what Mike was talking about. It was a it was a, a brown cardboard box with some drawings on it, but it wasn't a very involved um, like thing that you saw with like the arc or scorp knock or something like that. It was kind of plain, but I would rather them not add 40 bucks to the price of the figure and just give me that a chair, because that huge figure you're going to keep in box. <laughs> it's cheaper to print in one color versus other colors. Yeah. 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 So um, that, that was perfectly fine with me. <laughs> nice. So how do you have him displayed? Bot mode or planet mode? Uh, he's he's always bot mode because I love putting different things in his hands and doing different pictures. Mm -hmm. um, I share a lot. I share a lot of pictures with him, like doing a Rubik's cube or putting on a stupid hat or I, you know, stuff like that. He's, he's a lot of fun to play with like that. Although that planet mode is awesome. Yeah, no, if, if I had gotten one, I was going to get it in planet mode. Like I remembered one of my friends was messaging me. I had a bunch of friends messaging me on Facebook, like you should back this, you should back this. But I had just moved at the time to where I live now. And I'm like, uh, I don't have the money to do this. So, um, but um, I would have had him in planet mode, but I think both modes are really cool on him. Yeah, it's a uh, it's um, the stand really uh, helps out a lot um, just because being worried about having a six hundred dollar figure that would fall over or something. I actually have them on top of detolfs oh, um, wow. in the back and really secured. Wow. But the, the stand is really strong. It's a really good. Uh, I know. I know. I've had I just don't have room. I don't really have any more room for stuff. So they've got to go up top. <laughs> you taking your life into your hands there. That's uh 
That's crazy. Well, well, guess what, folks? Here comes a new challenger. We're uh, we're we're gonna drag in uh, Ultra Mikeness himself into the into the stream here. How uh, <laughs> how you doing, my friend? Good, good. How's everybody here? Terrific. Doing well. I, hey, what's up? Hey, I had to quick think up like a Transformer themed name because I feel like everyone's got some th- some sort of like alias going on for the chat. So. <laughs> it, it's it, it's it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and, and as we know, Michael Andrews is the original Ultra Mikeness. I mean, I think my friends from the That's from right. the APDC were trying to give me that moniker, and and uh, my 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 poor thirsty friend over there is just like, "Hey, that Ugh. that's me, you jerks." I had I had that Twitter handle for like two years, and then I just changed it at the last second. Then they had Mike on, and he used that, and I was like, "Come on, is that a true story? I didn't that's know that." That's a true story. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You got like screen Andrew's. caps to prove it. That's right. Yeah, I should have. I need to see the receipts. Where's the receipts? <laughs> Give me in. the receipts. <laughs> oh my gosh well well folks it's a it, it's a it's a full-on party and you know the topic Woo-hoo. seems to be uh oh man we're, we're crack tailing <laughs> it up too um so uh so michael anders you were you were beating down the 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 chat door and i couldn't figure out how to manage that and manage this all at the same time so so you just kind of kicked in the the side door there and i love it um what's 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 your take on on uh has lab victory say here oh sure. well yeah i've been taking notes so i could keep up with the conversation get back to all the tangents that we <laughs> already passed but uh no i was gonna say i i really like uh apollo you kind of mentioned it too like you're getting a lot of value for the for the price of this you know this doesn't seem like the unattainable 600 dollar uh unicron for some people so that's what i was really pumped about but uh one thing that's cool for the like the the uh, Kickstarter kind of backing sort of thing of it is that, uh, you know, they know exactly how many to make. There's like less waste involved, which is something from like a green perspective I'm into. But uh, they also, we kind of talked about this, Mike, on, on the podcast I was just on where, where you know, they're only like my book that's out right now. Shameless self plug here. Please, please <laughs> plug away. Go, only... <laughs> go buy the coming of mage saga. Right. Get it on But like Amazon. that's an Amazon things so like they're only printing exactly how many are needed so i kind of appreciate that uh you know exactly what you're getting into and a lot of that money can go back into the quality of the of the design and the mold and the figure itself so that was my two cents on that i just think that's i think it's really cool i think that that it we're going to get something like really nice and they're going to know exactly how many to make and they're not going to have to make it like cheap and take all these like little constraints because they're going to know exactly what they're getting into from the get-go I, I love the print run idea. I, I hadn't even considered yeah. that. That's uh that that's awesome because I I think because like so Joe you and I were talking earlier about you know how this would do at retail and I think the on demand nature of it you know I mentioned that with with regards to like you know backing kickstarters and stuff you know they know how many to print or how many to make and that way you're not stuck with these units that won't potentially sell. So I I think I I, I think. I think that's a, I, I think that's a, a clever way to um, do that. So, um, um, Apollo and Ultra Mikeness, uh, I, you know, Joe and I talked about this extensively, but I'm, I'm wondering if um, you folks have um, how your take might 
might contrast with mine of like, I don't mind this being a crowdfunder. Um, a lot of folks are uh, kind of salty that Hasbro is even doing crowdfunding at all in any capacity. Like, you know, wh- whether it be the sale barge or uh, Cookie Monster, RIP. <laughs> and, and tell us about how you back Cookie Monster, too. We'll, we'll get to that in a sec. But. Uh, <laughs> But, um, uh, but you know, the other ones, you know, um, uh, uh, Sentinel and Galactus and, and, and Unicron and it, um, I, I, consistently I've seen folks being mad about like, oh, well, you know, Hasbro is like this evil multi-billion dollar corporation. They don't need my crowdfunding buck dollars. Uh, screw those guys. Um, <laughs> So I mean that that's kind of on on the spicier uh, side of that perspective, but um, but Apollo, let's start with you. What a uh, what do you think about like a a corporation, whether it be Hasbro um, or even like Mattel, because like I think they've been doing a lot of stuff with with Motu and and uh, maybe even some WWE stuff. I'm I'm not as up on that, but um, but anyway, the, the, yeah. these corporations doing uh, crowdfunding. Uh, what uh, what do you think? Well, I mean, they obviously have the capital to do it, like produce these figures if they didn't want to do a crowdfunding thing, like, and worst case, they take a hit, you know, on their bottom line. But um, it's a good way to generate excitement for the brand. Honestly, it's a great marketing thing, because even if it doesn't get funded, you're going to be seeing ads for you know, star saber everywhere, you know, and it's going to get people to go, well, who's star straight saber from transformers. I didn't hear of this, you know, Autobot. I only know Optimus prime and Megatron, you know, so it's going to, I think it's a good way to get the um, fans excited and potentially get some new fans into looking up stuff on it with transformers. And, you know, it's zero risk for the company this way too. They're not going to have to risk losing money on producing figures that may not sell but obviously it's almost at 5,000 I checked a few minutes ago I think it's at 4,486 or something like that it's very close to 5,000 already a few days after it was announced so I think this is going to get funded very easily Um, but yeah like I'm kind of mixed on it like in regards to Hasbro doing it it's great from a marketing perspective and to get as I said, fans talking about the brand. How about you, Ultra Magnus? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, kind of stole my thunder there. That was really the point. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it's how we do, <laughs> right? No, I think it's I think it's great. I think uh, I think a lot of people think of of you know Hasbro doing sort of the Kickstarter approach as like like a cash grab type thing, but really it's just. Like I was saying about the zero mm. risk and waste thing, it really allows them to do more. Um, and and they're, the biggest risk in, in any production of anything is just how many do I make? And it completely cuts out that that bottom line of like, I don't know. I don't know the, the taste for this. I don't know how many we should make. And, you know, for all the, for Transformers fans, we're always complaining about like the shelf warmers and why'd they make a thousand bumblebees and only one of this, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think, yeah. I think that takes care of a lot of that. So yeah. I, I'm really, I'm really stoked to see it. I I like it. So I think, uh, Oh, go ahead, Joe. I was going to say, just listening to both of your opinions on it, I, I agree with you guys about a little bit of the hesitation, but I think there's the world we want 
in the world we live in. And, um, you know, we, we want Hasbro to take these opportunities on lesser known characters and we would hope that they would produce these in generations. But part of me feels like maybe they wouldn't actually do this. They wouldn't want to take a chance on Star Saber and they'd say, okay, give us a G1 Optimus Prime with the new hat and let's make <laughs> him a leader and uh, let's sell him, you know? Um, so that's that's kind of like the way I approach it. Yeah, Hasbro, sh I mean, they do, they should be able to take a chance on this. We've bought enough stuff from them to where, you know, they have the capital, like Apollo was saying, that they could be able to produce this and do it, but would they really? is the only thing that kind of has me thinking about that other angle to it, to where, you know, I would rather just get the figure. I'd rather know we're getting the figure than keep on crossing my fingers. And, um, you know, somewhere I'm like Mike was saying earlier, our, um, Unicorn trilogy fans are sitting here waving their hands saying, <laughs> when are we going to get our figures finally? And are they really ever going to come? Uh, so as a person who likes the Japanese exclusive stuff, I'm just glad we're going to get the opportunity one way or another. Yeah, yeah, because hard you agree. Know, once the door is open, it, it's easier for more to get through. And and we speculated earlier, uh, Joe and I did, what, what this could mean for the expansion of the Generations line. And who knows what's going to happen post-Kingdom. Uh, you know, I mean, I know a couple folks that know a couple things that they can't tell me that they know, but <laughs> but there's, uh, you know, th there's there's aggressive speculation about where the line goes. And I think one thing that we can all agree on, regardless of our entry point into Transformers fandom, is let's get some characters that aren't just shameless rehashes of G1. I, I've got G1 fatigue, and I'm a G1 from day one. It's like, <laughs> I, I feel like I have... Yes, I, I feel like I have been well-serviced, so I, I would like to see my friends get theirs, um, as long as they keep giving me those 86 movie figures. As long as I get a little bit of mine, I guess I'm good there. <laughs> You've been listening to the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching at Mike Seibert Radio. Email us at MikeSybertRadio at gmail.com. The spelling on that, of course, is S-E-I-B-E-R-T. Call into the voicemail hotline at 231-224-MIKE. Once again, that's 231-224-6453. Special thanks to Michael Geisler for our theme music. For more like it, check out bydoormusic.com. This has been a Mike Seibert Radio Production.